Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. What's up, y'all? I hope you like the new sound and the fresh look. I really just wanted to make this show feel and look like me. All me, all new, a whole mood, period. So last episode, I had my friend Daniil talk about relationships being 50-50 and she wants split the bill, split everything, just going Dutch in life for her partner. Our new guest for this episode, so we're going to talk about being a gold digger. Not a gold digger, because that's a negative connotation, but a gold digger, like a whole life goal here. So my friend, my sister, and my neighbor, Sammy, she's come on the episode to explain and give her experience as what she considers goals. Sammy, what's up? How you doing? Hey, y'all. What's up? I'm good. I'm here. How are How you? How was your weekend? It was good. I had my nephew, so it was like a relaxed weekend for once, you know. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Like this week, actually, I've been doing a lot of uh, preparing for this rebrand. And then also, like, I've been trying to keep my spirits up. Like, I have some really positive things coming up. So I'm hoping to get some good news this week. Yes, you will. So by next episode, I have a great announcement. Oh, energy. Mm. We put it out there. So and you girl, know we it's... celebrating today. After we record, we about to have some champagne. We about to pop for celebrations that are upcoming and right now. That's now. how you do it. You know it's coming. So yeah, that's how mm-hmm. you do it. Energy. So what are your thoughts on going Dutch on day? <laughs> The word Dutch does not exist <laughs> to me. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I believe that it is the man's job to provide 100%, especially you want to date me. Why am I paying myself half to go on a date with you? No, absolutely not. I don't believe in Dutch. The man has to provide 100%. That's just okay, my so- take you don't believe at all like women nope. should front the bill at any nope. time, not even treat a guy at all. I mean, I'm not saying you can't treat a guy like after he's your man and whatever, you just want to treat him. You can do that once in a blue. Sure. Why not? I'm just mm-hmm. saying the whole dating phase, the courting phase should be done mm-hmm. by him. Okay. So mm-hmm. what are your expectations when a guy takes you out? I mean, he should be direct and forward and, you know, let me know, you know, I want to take you out or I want to wine and dine you. I want to get to know you better. Let me know, you know, when you're available, because I don't like to say free. I'm never free. But when I'm available, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that word. Okay. <laughs> when, I, when you're available, like, I really want to get to know you. He has to be consistent, too. The problem these days is, you know, one minute it's, oh, I want to take you out. Then you fall off the mat for a few days and you come back. Absolutely not. So the consistency 
the knowing what you want and where you want to take me and how you want to do this. And then we go from there. I know just a couple of conversations we had. I mm -hmm. remember you was about to get ready to go on a date and you was like, no, he didn't come correct. Like, you know, I was waiting and waiting and I was all dressed and ready and he didn't even order no Uber to come and pick me up. Okay. Yeah, that's a requirement <laughs> for me. Uh, to also, you need to send me a car <laughs> because uh -huh. you're not going to know where I live in the beginning, of course. And I don't want to drive and drink or whatever. So you have to make sure that I'm good to and from. The guys that I'm used to dating, they have done that with no issue in the past. So if a guy comes oh, wow. and that's an issue for him, that's already a no for me. Next. Mm. And I didn't go on that date, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, you showed it. You was very adamant. I was like, dang. <laughs> so when was the first time you experienced a lavish date of that sort? When was oh, the first gosh. time? Oh, my gosh. The crazy thing is I was very young. I was really? not, I, I was very young. I think I was barely 18. Barely. Mm -hmm. I was very young. And the guy was, you know, early 30s. He was in the music industry and he took me to this, this restaurant. It was called The View at the time. And at the time, that's where all like the, the rich people were dining, all the celebs were dying. You get the whole 360 view of the city. And you know me, I, I told the man I was 22. You know, came, came in there like a, a just lost. Like, what is this? He sent a car for me. It was no Uber then, so I guess his personal car. I don't know. He sent a car for me. He he did all of that from the very beginning. I'm not saying my dating life has always went that way because you know sometimes you fall off the grid, you get comfortable, you make different decisions. But I know I've always preferred it this way. And now that I'm older, I'm absolutely not gonna go back. That's not going to happen. So it set a standard for all other men moving forward based on exactly. that 17-year-old situation. <laughs> like I said, in between, I did fall through the cracks and got comfortable and did it the normal way. Oh, I'll meet you there. I've had all type of experiences. So mm -hmm. that also let me know what I prefer. You understand it hasn't always just been that, but that did set the tone in my mind. So it was always there like, no. This doesn't feel right. Why do you not want a date to come and pick you up or know where you live? What what where is that coming from? Cuz these men could be crazy. <laughs> you, you just don't know what you're going to get. And another thing is the picking up the car pickup thing is like for the first date or second date. It's not like every date after, you know, third date, whatever, whatever we start, you know, getting closer. Okay, you know, you come get but me. But don't they have your address when they pick you up? Oh, you don't give them the exact address and it's okay. good that you live in i live in a building <laughs> so, that, that, and when i didn't live in a building it would be like the building on the block like you know you know how to play the so game you will walk around the corner of course you know that mm. yeah i'm not mm. giving my address out people are crazy you just don't know you never know you know what's so crazy because that's something that i never thought about but i guess mm -hmm. my male privilege i wouldn't have to think about it because i'm like who gonna check me like you really? see yeah. <laughs> These are things that women have to think about, though. Safety is first, you know. Then also just how I approach dating in general. Like, I don't mind going Dutch because... Mm -hmm. right. But I think now there's, like, this new rule or something where I saw, like, a video somewhere that said that whoever initiates the date should be the one paying. So if a girl is out here and she asking or pressing for a guy to take her out on a date, she should pay for I it. I agree, because she has no business asking any man to take her out. 
Mm. Why are okay. you asking a man to take you out? If that man want to take you out, we all know whatever a man wants, he's going for. So if that man did not ask you out, he probably doesn't want to go out with you. You should not. I also, you know, I don't believe in that. I'm not asking any man out. No. Mm. Men know what they want. Meeting you. Mm-hmm. There are certain components that I feel like I need to adopt just for myself mm-hmm. in terms of like how I need to be treated because I'm so self-sufficient. It's so hard for me to communicate mm-hmm. what I would need from somebody else. So that right. I feel like being around you, I've learned mm-hmm. how to be mm-hmm. vocal on when I require something or when I need something. Wow. Yeah, so I feel That's like nice. there's a lesson there in... I don't know, even the, just the experiences that we've been through together this past year, it's been a wild ride. I'm telling you, it, it was meant to be for sure. We were meant to meet. And it's funny that you say that because a lot of my main close friends, they say that too. They're like, I never even knew what I really wanted or demanded what I really wanted. And we've all been there at some point. But it's like, you got to know you and what works for you and what you deserve and desire too. It's not just give, give, give all you got to the other person and you know, you, you're not receiving anything, but that's because you never set the tone or the standard. So it, it, it boils back down to us at the end of the day. So I'm just glad I learned that. How did you discover like, things that you like or things that you want? You know what? You um, a messed up relationship is actually what really helped put me... You know, I've, I've always had that in me because my mom raised us that way, but I kind of fell off, you know, with certain choices that I made and certain men that I dealt with. But having those that bad relationship that I had taught me everything I needed to know about myself. It's like, oh, my God, why are you even with this person? You know, you had no business being with this person. The person matched nothing on your list. It's like I just went with the wind. And completely just lost who I was. So it was like a whole rediscovering who I am and what I require and never falling short again, ever. You know, you live and you learn. I never need to learn that again. (laughs) And that's so crazy because I think where I come from, it was like, I just don't want to deal with nobody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think prior to me being in this relationship, Mm -hmm. I was just very much like, I mean, I'll try anything. Mm -hmm. And I'll see and I'll try it for size. Mm-hmm. And I know when it's not working, but I just don't know what works. You know what I'm mm. saying? That was my whole thing. Right. I know when something ain't working, I can cut it off real quick. Right. I'm not going to fool myself. I'm not going to lie to myself. Right. Yeah. But once yeah. you set that standard of this is what I need for things to work and you stick to it, you can't lose. You you absolutely can't lose. Mm. That's important. Yeah. So do you have those standards now in your relationship? Boundaries? Yes, for sure. And I think just like what you said, it's a trial and error thing. You have to really go through trials. You have to really go through situations where you felt brokenhearted or you felt hurt or you felt abandoned to actually truly know what those boundaries are. Mm -hmm. That's so true. One thing I can say about you, you are self-care queen. Like, you know all about it. You know all about pampering yourself. <laughs> all you want is a nigga to pamper you. You don't want to put out here. You work really, really hard. And you mm-hmm. have a lot for yourself. You just mm-hmm. want somebody to give you right. what you know you desire. Right. I Absolutely. This whole, like, especially, like, this whole um, black women are so strong. And it's like, no, I don't want that narrative anymore. Why do we have to be so strong? Why can't we be soft and delicate and be taken care of? Most white women or other races, they don't even have this conversation because you never hear anyone say Karen is strong. You know, she's so strong. She holds it down. 
Why do we have to fall to that narrative? Why can't we be well taken care of? Why do we have to be riding and dying just to get a decent relationship? So let's switch the narrative. No, we deserve to be pampered, spoiled, and taken care of more than any of them, I think. So what would you say your type is? Do you have a type? Physically? <laughs> you know what? It's crazy. When I was younger, I had a physical type. Now, my type is how you treat me. Okay. So it's it's all about What his was your character. type when you were younger? <laughs> Oh my God, the light skins, the long hair, the pretty boys. Yeah, mm. He had to be light skinned with long hair. I dated a lot of Spanish guys. They all literally looked the same. Every time I got in a new relationship, they're like, this is this one, part two, part three. They literally looked all alike. I was stuck there. Mm. I don't even know when I got out of it, but I'm totally out of it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. they mm -hmm. all looked alike. Mm -hmm. You like older men? I love older men. That's, really? that's my preference. Yes. The oh younger 30s God. and even younger 40s don't really cut it for me. I've always liked older men, though. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm, my no, mom very George talk. Clooney, very oh, fit from Scandal. Yes. Yes. Okay. You know you know my energy. <laughs> yes. It, they do something to me. Listen. So where did it come from, your desire for uh older man? <laughs> my mom would say I'm looking for my father. Um. <laughs> oh, wow. You got daddy issues. Come on. <laughs> That's what she would say. But no, I had an amazing dad before he passed away. But, you know, I feel like he did miss out a lot. But I would just, you know, I've always been attracted to maturity. And and not that every older man is mature, because we know that's not true. But yeah. um, stability, you know, like, and not that they all are. But in my experience with dealing with younger guys, it was just like too many games, too much running around. I like when the man has passed that stage, that running around crazy foreign stage, and is settling down. I've always liked that security, that structure, that that's what I'm attracted to. And you know, so. I said that last episode, I was mm -hmm. like, men suffer this disease called P Peter Pan syndrome, where they don't oh, yeah. want to grow up. They don't yeah. want to grow up. Yeah. This is, I, they don't want to grow up. And a lot of women are out here not requiring them to grow up. You understand what I mean? If women set the standards, set the tone, they would have to rise to the occasion. But these women out here now, they don't even require much and these men are just doing whatever they want to do. This era of dating is insane. So for me, he has to be older, mature, stable, past running around games and all of that stuff. That I've always been attracted to that. I don't mm. And then mm -hmm. this is at what point? This is past your light-skinned Hispanic era? Even my light-skinned Hispanic era, they was eight years older than me, 11 years older than me. This is not new. This has oh, been my whole life. But they yeah. weren't like 30 or... Well, the guy that older. took me on that experience, he was early 30s. I was 18. I did lie. I, okay. I, oh, yeah. I was lying a lot about my age, too. You know, I was grown. I had the little grown body, so I was telling them I was in my 20s. But, yeah, they were in their 30s. Let me find out, Mariah Carey. <laughs> you trying to be locked up in Sing Sing somewhere. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I will never the tell. man had her locked up in that mansion in New Jersey, and she called oh it Sing Sing. Oh, my gosh. Her Don't book. Worry. That's literally what she said. She was kept, and that man had her locked down like a Disney princess. Serious? Yes. Oh, my God. He did not I want her talking to nobody. He had cameras everywhere. He had security guards. Oh, no. That's crazy. That's nah. insane. We ain't dealing with that. That's a little... That's insane. So, I'm going to ask this. So what if a guy was very much like, like you had the house, you had all the things, you had mm -hmm. the money, you were kept, mm -hmm. but it required those circumstances for you to be no. and remain kept. 
No, because the, the whole point of being kept is, is it's like a sense of freedom. You want to be free to do what you want to do. You don't have to work nobody's nine to five, busting your ass, killing yourself. You well taken care of. That is still not being free. <laughs> like I got the things, but I'm still not free. So no, that would be a no for me. Mariah's crazy. <laughs> so what is the ideal situation? So you don't want to be employed. So what do you want to do? But I would still like have like online businesses or, you know, my ventures I'm into on the side. It's not it's not about being a dependent or being a man's child or not being able to take care of yourself. Every woman should be able to take care of herself. Yes. Every every woman should be able to take care of herself, period. Mm -hmm. Like in whatever whatever that looks like, I will always have my own. But I don't want to have to be with a man and have to have the pressure of working for another man and then coming home and then cooking and cleaning and children. And, and what is that? No, I don't want that. It looks like my own businesses on my own time. It looks like freedom. That's what it looks like to me. So in the guys that you've been dating that are older, like are they open to have kids or are they like yeah. over kids? <laughs> No. Well, the ones that I've dated, they always said, because they know I don't have kids. It's always been like, well, you know, I know you don't have kids. Some of them, they had older kids. They're like, I'm willing to have one with you. Or I've met some that said, no, they're absolutely not. They have a vasectomy and I go, well, God bless. Have a great day. <laughs> God bless. Have a nice life. I'm not the one for you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but for the most part, like the one I'm dating now, he he's definitely ready. He has an older son. He's ready for more kids. Most part, they'd be ready. So how many kids do you want? One and Just done. one. Just one. What if it's a girl? That's perfect. That's okay, so you don't want a boy? Uh, I prefer a girl. And that's so crazy because a lot of Virgos that I know, especially Virgo girls, they do not mm -hmm. want a girl. They feel like a girl is going to give them gray hair and headaches. No, not mine. We're going to go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. She don't know who she coming to. <laughs> she, she, she and listen, no, the experience you gave your mom, you're going to get right back. Oh all them baby God. fat jeans, all the Louis Vuitton and Gucci sneakers. Girl, you getting that right back. <laughs> she going to be a spoiled brat. We going to go neck to neck. Y'all, Shani okay. was a hot girl in high school. She had mm -hmm. to have the latest and greatest. Yep. Oh, I everything. wasn't going. Juicy. She was very Paris Hilton. Oh, I wasn't going to school. Big kid to yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. <laughs> my mom, I don't know how my mom did it with me. I was her only child out of five that behaved like this. I don't know how she did it. But you're right. My daughter gonna give me a little help, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm ready for the little help. <laughs> 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 That's gonna be your godchild. God bless you. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Alon coming in. I'm like, girl. I'm like, Alon won't spoil you. Alon will let you cry. You got the wrong one over here. So how do you typically look for dates? Looking for dates? Or what do you mean? Like, how do you meet people? Um, like, do you, do you have mean, apps? Or... I, you know, I use dating apps for a little bit during the pandemic, but there are a lot of weirdos online. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, I had a few good dates from it. I did, but they didn't go anywhere. I feel like okay. in-person meeting is the best way to go. And you can meet people anywhere. I meet people, like, just standing in front of my job. You know, just talk to people. You know, men approach what they want. That's the easy part. So how did the pandemic impact your interaction with looking for men? Whew. Well, of course, we were really limited and subjected to online, like really. So, yeah. Um, and then the places were shut down. I had a few Zoom dates. 
I actually had a guy like send wine and stuff and food and we had a Zoom date. I had that. It was so cute. It was yeah. so cute. I was oh cute. My God. Yeah. yeah. Men, that's what I'm saying. I, when you when you have certain men that go the extra mile or do certain things and when you get the men that don't, it's just like, what is going on here? Yes, everyone is going to be different, but it's like, do you have to accept less when you've already experienced more? No. So how do you feel? Like, do you feel like it's a teachable moment or you just feel like it's a bullet dodged? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not everybody going to come to you perfect. Exactly. That's true. It, yeah. could, it could be both, actually. You know, mm-hmm. it could be both. It depends. Okay. It depends on the situation. And maybe it depends on the attraction of the guy. That too. It depends on, yeah, the energy he's bringing, his consistency. If I see he's really serious, it's so many, you know, different things to decide. Like, who have you been dating? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) it is so crazy out there. I don't know what this pandemic has done, but I feel like the sexual (laughs) energy coming from these men are insane. So let's let's talk about the last time. (laughs) Let's talk about it. I had this 60-year-old lawyer, Caucasian. Mm -hmm. We had a nice date. So this guy, call him John. It's not his name, but we'll call him John. Yeah, yeah. John plans a nice day. He was coming with the right energy. He was like, Samantha, uh, you know, you know, you're beautiful. I want to take you out. He came correct. He set the date. He set the place, some steakhouse I never even heard of, but I Googled it. Five star, everything. He's like, I'm going to send a car. I'm going to make sure you're safe. Everything came correct. He calls me the morning of, and he had mentioned something like he wanted to send me breakfast to work. So I answered the phone. We're having like a two minute conversation. And he just kept saying, like, you know, you get me so excited. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm glad you're excited. He just kept saying that. And then he was like, Samantha. And I'm like, yes, John. And he's like, (laughs) Samantha. (laughs) And I was like, what are you doing over there? And he just let one out while we were on the phone. Like, I heard the, and I was like, Oh, I was deleting his number and messages while he was still on the phone. I was absolutely done at that point. And this is the second time that happened to me. So thanks, thanks, Corona. I don't know what this pandemic has done to men. But yeah, yeah, he did. And y'all never went on a date prior to that? I was, no, this was going to be our first date. But he ended up having phone sex with you before having the date. Lord, All on his own, because I, uh, and you need two participants for phone sex. All I did was talk, and he was pleasuring himself. Well, after he did that, like, what did he say? He was like, I'm so sorry. He couldn't lie, because I literally, like, dude, you didn't even mute the phone. I literally heard him. You know that, Like, I heard it. Ooh, I darn ooh. near felt it. You understand? It, that, he was just like, I'm so sorry. And I just, you know, after we got off the phone, I just texted him. I said, I'm not that kind of woman. I don't know what you're used to. And I'm sorry, but God bless it. And I was just done. Whew. Girl, <laughs> and it it's is hard out time. here. Where did you meet him? I met him by my job, actually. It's so funny. Okay. Walking by the park. A lot of people go by this park by my job. So, you know, business professionals and all that. So he approached me there. Yeah. So when they approach you, like, how does that go? Because, I mean, listen, I've been out to eat with you. 
when I tell you, you are one of the ones, like, you'll walk up to people, you'll be having your drink in your hand, and you'll be sitting there just having a whole small talk with people you don't even know. <laughs> I love that about you. I know I can't do it. I'm very social in that way, especially yeah. when I've had a few in me. And I think that's, like, gives that inviting vibe. Because, you know, mm-hmm. some men... They get intimidated. They don't want to approach people in groups, especially. They don't want to. I think I just have that inviting energy. I just walk around. I'm smiling. Like, they just, I think, feel comfortable enough to approach. And they just come with it. Like, hi, how are you today? And I'm like, good. What's up? You know, it's so crazy. You turned it on because I swear, you Virgo sis. And Virgos, they love to stay in the house. They don't like people. No. And for the most part, I really don't. So I've really worked on that over the years. Because I used to be stone cold, just resting bitch face. <laughs> like, I worked on that. So, uh, it's a work in progress. But I'm still very much an introvert, which is crazy. Have you always had, like, attention from people to where mm-hmm. um, they would approach you anywhere always. you were? Really? Always. What do you think it is? I don't know. Your desirability. I really don't know. It's been since I was young. Like men would stop cars, bus drivers would stop. I would say the body yaddy has, you know, a lot to do mm-hmm. with it, of course. The walk, the confidence. I would say it's just a siren in me. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. You from Brooklyn. I know they be turning heads in Brooklyn. Energy, baby. You know, we come with a different energy, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. we do. And you know, it's crazy because we just had a conversation and we was talking about how one thing that we have in common is the reason why we came to Jersey City. We both came to Jersey City for a nigga. A nigga had us move to Jersey City from Brooklyn. That's right. That, crazy? that is crazy. So in past relationships, how did they go and were they a favorable dynamic to what you prefer moving forward? In my past relationships? Not her face. She looking like, ugh, no. No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. In my past relationships, I would say only one of them Mm -hmm. out of the three serious ones I've had would be something something close to what I want now. Mm -hmm. I would say that. I outgrew the rest for sure. Really? Yeah. Okay, and so what did he do? Was it like always gifts all the time? What? You know what it is? It's not even always gifts. He just stepped up from the very beginning. Like, he knew what he wanted. He came to me. I think it was, like, our third date. He, like, gave me the key to his apartment. He was like, I don't want you to go back home. Like, I just, I want you to be with me all the time. He knew what he wanted. That's what it is to me. Know what you want and going to get it, it's nothing sexier than that. So, I did move in with him for a few and. I had to do nothing. I could have literally quit my job and just, I didn't, I contributed nothing. And that, that was his suggestion. Like, no, you're good. Like, you know, you know, also setting the tone (laughs) in a certain way. So, and it happened so quick. He was such a great man. He just wasn't for me. He was a little Mm -hmm. insecure. That's all. What what made him insecure? You know what? I think the way that I move sometimes, like I'm not interested in posting about my relationship or posting who I'm with. Like I'm very private in that way. Beyonce, Virgo, private. And he was like offended. Like, oh, you don't want the world to know that I'm with you. And I wouldn't get jealous. I was very open. Like, go out, go have fun. Like, go do your thing. Like, he just felt like I didn't care enough. But that was so far from the truth. But that's just how I am. When I'm yeah. in relationships, and yeah. You no, know I'm the same way. I rarely <laughs> post. 
I rarely post. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I think that kind of took precedence to my last relationship too, where like mm-hmm. I think he got to a point where he felt like I was hiding him because I wasn't posting him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I was like, and you don't got to post me. He, so he was like, well, women don't say that. Women want to be posted. I'm like, not me. <laughs> you you met the right one. No, I'm good. We know what we got. So I think he kind of started getting offended. He was like, it's just you. Like, I've never had to deal with this before. And I'm like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but you're not going on this page. So is there anybody that you know now that meets your description, the type of guy that you're looking for? There is, there is one. He's, he's really, he's coming with the energy, but Mm. uh, I have some reservations about him because he's, he's came with the energy before. And again, his emotions was at a hundred and mine was like at 70. And then he kind of like tried to pull back and he threw a whole emotional tantrum. Like you don't care as much as me. It's always like that. I think I'm too calm when I'm in relationships, so they don't feel it enough, I guess. I don't know. But he he's trying again. He's giving it his all. He has he meets all my requirements, my standards on my list. So we'll see. Mm. <laughs> Have y'all been out already? Yeah, many times. Many times. Really? That's why you, mm-hmm. that's why your ass been gone. You've been vacationing, <laughs> you've been sitting here dating these white men out here. Oh my god, I did not that's say what... his race. <laughs> you ain't got to. <laughs> <laughs> You know me too well. You know me too well. Listen, everyone gets a chance. So how did your last relationship go? 50-50. Horrible. horrible. Really? Okay, so it fucked up that whole chance. I'm like, nah, I can't split shit with nobody. And you know what? That's why I said I really went through all of it. I I know what it's like to, to do the Dutch thing. I know what it's like to not do the Dutch thing. And the Dutch thing was, it was terrible. Like, I feel like some men start to feel emasculated when you can bring probably more than them to the table. Mm. That's your own personal issue. I think some men resent some women that have more than them and can bring them to the table and we're doing this 50-50 thing. And it, it just it just went it just went so bad. It was bad. Mm. I will never do it again. I lost respect for him. You know what's so funny? I put up a poll on my Instagram the other day and I said, ladies in a 50-50 relationship, are you truly happy? When I tell you it was over a hundred women, 98% that said no. And there was two people that said yes. And when I look, of course, the two people was bots. And I was just like, women are miserable in those situations and they don't want to admit it out loud. Women, we get disgusted a little bit. Like we're tired. We don't want to work as hard as you and put in as much as you or make more than you and do more than you. Like it is tiring to us, but most women will just stick it out. And that's really how we all feel. And they don't, no one says it out loud, though. No one says it out loud. So what's the career path of your girlfriends that are on these groups? Well, one of them. She's a realtor. She only dates millionaires, first of all. <laughs> she's not playing. I am not that bad. I want to be provided for, but you do not have to be a millionaire. You don't have to be a millionaire to be a provider. Let's just start off with that. She started with a man who did not want to buy her Burger King. An ex of hers did not want to pay for her Burger King. They pulled up to the drive-thru and that man looked at her to pay for her Burger King. I think it was that moment where she said, no, 
there has to be more to life. She changed her life. She leveled up. She moved to Miami. She only dates millionaires. So it's like, we, it all starts from somewhere. We don't just wake up and say, he has to be rich. He has, it, <laughs> it starts from somewhere. Are they husbands well enough to provide for them? Or is it yeah. like a necessity to be 50-50? The guys in their life now, like one of them is engaged. This one I'm telling you about with the millionaire it's a toss up with who she's going to be, you know, engaged to. And they already provide for them fully. They're not even married. Mm. So yeah, there, mm. that's what I said. There are men out there coming with the right energy. Would you want to work after you are married or absolutely would you... not? <laughs> <laughs> well, when do you aim to get married? Look. When he comes, I mean, okay. when he comes, I don't have any, listen, if I meet him tomorrow and he's acting right and we do it for a few months in a year, we get married, I'd be fine with that too. Yeah. Really? So you'll get married like this year? Yeah. I are you serious? If it was the right fit, what are we waiting for? So, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. Okay. So what would it take? Let's go ahead and jump the broom now. How long would it take you to make that decision and be like, yeah, I would definitely marry you? Mm, I said, I said, I give myself six months, but it depends on the flow. It depends on the person. It depends on like the guy that I'm telling you about, like he already is there. Like he's like, listen, I know what I want. I know it's you. I don't see if I took him on seriously, seriously, a hundred percent. I know we would be engaged before the years over. It's it's all about the vibe and the connection for me. I don't. I'm not putting the time on that. Wow. So you would go six whole months. Yep. I feel like that's too major of a decision. Six months. Yeah. I'm gonna need at least. A good maybe two years, two and a half years. I'm not kidding. No, that's when you like, know, you know. Why are you dragging it out for the two years, girl? Because I they knew, say and you I don't knew, know. and mm-hmm. it didn't work, and it didn't work. Okay, did I you? Did you really know? Did you? I really did. I felt it in my spirit, but I, the timing was wrong. The time so I have to fit, okay. Yeah, I have to feel that timing out because yeah. timing takes precedence. And in six yeah. months, you're not gonna find it out. Because some people change their mind. That's true. But they also say you don't really know someone in six months or whatever. I've seen people not know someone in 10 years. <laughs> so yeah. it, that's why I said it really depends. You feel it. You know, could I do this? Is is this the right time? Like you said, timing is everything. I feel like I'm someone's wife already. I'm ready. So mm-hmm. when he shows up and he's ready and he's my reciprocal, <laughs> we'll get it done. That's wow. how I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm 32, honey. I'm about to be 33. Like, come on. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to reflection questions. So, first question okay. is Do you like getting gifts or is it not very important to you? I love getting gifts. That's one of my love languages. Yes. Very important to me. Gifts? I don't know. Like, and I think because I've built up a defense mechanism to the point where, like, Gifts don't mean much to me because I've never had shit before. Like, I grew up not Mm. having nothing. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I literally only got gifts twice a year for Christmas and my birthday. And that's it. But now, I don't really associate gifts to sentiment. I associate gifts to, like, either something I've always heard from you that you wanted Mm -hmm. or something that I know that'll improve your life and I feel like you need. 
that's okay. how I tend to give gifts. And that's how I would prefer to receive gifts. Like, otherwise, okay. I would have no emotional tie to gifts. I, like, to gifts, yeah. Shit to me. I feel like when you listen to what I'm saying and like what I need or whatever, and you could show up and do that for me, like without me asking, it, it means a lot to me. So it's not necessarily the price of the gift or what the gift is, but it's how you go about it. I, I really want to know you're listening to what I want and need and showing up. So yeah, it's important. Okay, so weirdest encounter you had with a suitor thus far? <laughs> Besides the ones who came on the phone? Okay. <laughs> I mean, does it get any weirder than that? I mean, <laughs> no, it really don't. No, it don't get weirder than that. It doesn't I just get weirder than that, that. You would have way more because, shoot, if people listen, to that you... that tops the list, honey. That tops uh. the list. Okay, because it, this this stuff like this before Corona, this was not a thing. People just. Missing, maybe they're missing the energy of women and they're just ready. I don't know. I've had some weird situations. Like? I would say like maybe a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, I got this random phone call. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hello, is this Alan? And I'm like, no, but this is a line. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, oh, um, you remember me? And I'm like, Mm, don't ring no bells uh, you haven't even said a name yet I don't know and so he was like my name is blah 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 and so I'm like mm, nope still don't ring no bells he was like oh well um, dang uh, well okay and I was like bye and he was like bye and so I then realized who it was and it was like from maybe four five years ago it was this dude that um, he wanted to get with me. And, you know, it mm-hmm. was one of those things where, you know, I didn't play with it too much, but I was like, mm-hmm. all right, we'll initiate something, you know? And mm-hmm. nothing would happen. It would just be a lot of like talking out the side of your neck type of situation. Right, right. And mm-hmm. so when we actually tried to initiate something, like he did not show up to wherever I was heading towards. He did not show up. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, yeah, I'm in New Jersey. I'm like, but we were supposed to meet up. Like, why the fuck would you be somewhere completely different from where we at? And so he was like, well, you could lose my number. And so I did. But why are you calling me four years after? People are weird. And when when was this? Two weeks ago. He called again, mm-hmm. like three days ago. Mm-hmm. And he did some weird stuff. Was like, hey, Alan. And so I acted stupid. I was like, mm, sorry, wrong number. I'm like, don't call my phone again. Like, I probably Listen, need to block that number. And stop calling you Alan, okay? What is wrong with him? <laughs> Something now, is he wrong. like he got the wrong number. And it's it's like, why are people so weird? There's so much weirdo energy happening. I don't, I have no idea. This this one guy, though, recently, mm-hmm. um, I seen him at a baby shower. And then he jumped in my DMs. I know him from family, you know. He's like, oh, I always wanted you. You look good at the baby shower. He DMing me like, oh, I'm going to send you breakfast. Sent me breakfast to work. The next day, I see the man post baby shower pictures. I'm not, excuse me, the reveal, not the shower. I'm like. So he got a whole baby the- mama out here. A whole you know what baby else he on did? the way. What did he send me in the DM? Just guess. Oh, wow. Not that the thing, eggplant snapshot. The eggplant 
And I was just, he was like, oh, I just wanted to make sure you knew what you would, you know, if you can handle. Oh, you know what I think. Excuse me? me? Yeah. You told me I about did, this. remember? Yeah. <laughs> and he, I'm like, these, and these days don't have no respect, straight weirdo vibes. Just, I don't understand what's going on. So Please. have you curbed a date before? <laughs> Many. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, how did you go about doing it? Listen, one, I'm a track star. <laughs> you know, that's, she's a runner. She's a runner. I'm a she's ghost. A star. Uh, <laughs> I okay. will just not respond to you. If you do something weird before we have a date plan, or I don't feel like it's going my way, or it's not giving the energy that I needed to give, I'm just done with it. I'm not even responding anymore. So you just I'm don't done. respond. What no. if they call you? Oh, you block them. You know what's crazy? I don't block people because once I mentally block you, you're done. So you can call away. You can do what you, you're done. I'm just done. Mm, I don't answer. No, I've never cared. Oh, you know what? Honestly, mm. young me, young me used to curve people all Left and the right. time. Mm-hmm. I was a serious time of crab. I, I've always not liked clubbing. I've mm-hmm. always not liked, uh, you know, being in social settings like that. I was very much like targeted to like getting mm-hmm. where I need to get. And so many people want to talk to me because I would be the fresh face. I feel, right. I feel like sometimes people sensationalize, like if you're a new guy or you knew, you're the new boy in town or if they ain't never seen you before, you're like a hot commodity out here. And of I just heard people all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And I feel like how I ended up doing it, I don't know. I'm just super blunt with it. You know, I'm straight to the point. Like I don't even get the number. I never <laughs> even get the number. It, you know, and people used to offer me, they know I'm like, nah, that's all right. <laughs> you see, that's where we're opposite. I'm like, yeah. I don't I like to deal with that part. I just don't want to deal with it. So I'm just so like you a just runner. just go ahead and take it. I just leave. Yeah, I just, I'm done. <laughs> Once you have my number, I feel like I've in some way consented to you have my number. And I'm mm-hmm. very bad at this. This is where we kind of opposite because I don't typically block people. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't ignore people as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally only have one person blocked in mm-hmm. my home. Wow. Wow. It takes a lot for me to block because yeah. I feel like, because I don't ignore. So, mm-hmm. if I, me knowing that I don't ignore, I have to block you if wow. I feel like I have to free myself from somebody. I had to block my ex actually in the beginning because he just would not stop. I feel like he was like chastising me, like just literally just send a message. So I had to block him to send a message, but I unblocked him eventually when he stopped. Have you ever diner ditched a date? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that bad, but I thought about it once. I thought about it once. His breath was. Um... <laughs> Hygiene is so important. His breath was, he was so sweet, but his breath, he wanted to sit next to me too and not across from me. And a lot, you know how I am with hygiene. I just, at, oh my God, I was debating. I was like, all right, I'm going to say I'm going to the bathroom and I'm going to leave. But he was so nice. But what I did is I went to the bathroom and I came back and I said, I'm just going to sit across. And you know, as he ate and stuff, you know, I didn't smell it anymore, but I was surely close to it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I felt so bad though. I'm like, I can't do this to this poor guy. He was older too. Like, man, might catch a heart attack at this table. Let me not do it. 
Oh, oh my God. Okay, so what happened is me, my mom, and our girl E, we went out for drinks. And <laughs> we went out to drink and eat. And I just walked by the, the bar to ask the, the bartender something. And this older gentleman, he started talking to me and then he followed me back to our table. And he was like, okay, around, um, get them around the drinks on me. But we had already ordered a round of shots. This is after our food bill. And it came and it was like $42. So I was like, okay, give it to him. Like, give it to him along with his bill. And he was like, oh no, you didn't have those drinks with me. And I'm like, it's $42. So, you know, I was already disgusted. I got up and I went to the bathroom. <laughs> and when I came out, my mom and E was already in the car and I just dashed past so quickly. <laughs> and we left. <laughs> Oh we love him and his drinks he already bought for us. Hilarious. No, but when you told me that story, yeah. nah, and you, nah, your, no, it was E that told me the story. And your mm. mom, she was like, how dare this guy? He he should be excited that he's around these young girls. You should pay for our drinks. It was only 40 something dollars. What? Exactly. Queen yeah. energy. That's where I get it from. Come on now. Period. <laughs> oh, my God. No, your mom, I felt like she taught you some things. She showed she you did. how to run men. She, <laughs> I feel like she showed you how to run men. She, she knows the game. She knows the game for sure. She does. Like, she taught me some things for sure. She wow. got that spice in her that's just like, what? You better get this, this, and that. Yeah, she retired from the game though. That's yeah, she, long time, long time. She passed the throne, she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because girl, your post, I'm surprised you ain't got a million followers. Oh, the like, DMs yeah, is the always DMs oh is God. crazy. The DMs is always leading the way. That is just a, one post. It's like, I guess I do be curving people every day, all day, because they be like, I want to take you out. I want to do that. I'm like, LOL. You know, I say, oh, LOL. <laughs> well, I just don't respond. But I don't really, I don't really take them on seriously online, which is, which is crazy. I prefer on, in person approach mm. me let me feel your energy let me feel what you're really coming with a lot of guys from my past are even like coming back lately like really like oh i'm ready i'm ready for a uh, wife and children and it's like do, do i have that written on my head or something like why y'all coming to me with this energy i don't know what's going on but you know they they come <laughs> for somebody that wants to be kept in a way mm -hmm. are there like specific places that you go in being in the opportunity of being kept? <laughs> well... Teach the children. You, I mean, well, you should put yourself in places where you want to be. Mm -hmm. So, if you want to be kept by a certain type of man, high-value man, you kind of got to go to the richer side of town, to the wealthiest side of town. Put yourself in those elements. Go to a bar and sit down by yourself. Look approachable. Laugh. Have fun. And people will approach you and the, the, the type of people that you want. So you can't say that you want a certain life, but then you at um, the shack down the block in the hood getting approached by the hood. It's like, you know, you got to go where you want to be. So... That would be my advice on that. But no, but thank you. You're the first episode for this yeah. rebrand. So you coming in fresh and new and fresh. Yes. And, new. and I'm about to hey. come over there. We about to hey. pop champagne and celebration. Hey. Yes. yes, baby. I thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. I never did anything like this, so I'm loving it. And I'm so proud Damn. of you. So all you ladies and all you men who want to be kept, 
we hear you. We recognize you. You got to get it how you live and live your life all free and follow your dreams. Because exactly. I'm sure it's out there. I don't know if you got to you do a login on seeking arrangements or whatever you got to do. <laughs> get you a military sergeant or, or Navy something. I don't know. You'd be so surprised. They are out there like reg firemen, cops. They, they want some, they, some men want their women to be kept. So they're out there if that's what you want. If you want to do your 50-50 Dutch life, God bless you. More power to you. Whatever makes you happy. So to all the sugar babies, whether male oh or female, God. we love you. We appreciate <laughs> you. Go get your money. I'm Alon. It's a whole move, baby. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.